Hello and welcome to the Care It Out Sleep Show, a podcast for tired parents who are searching for a bit more sleep the caring way. I'm your host, Kerry Secker, infant sleep consultant, founder of my unique sleep approach, Care It Out, and your caring sleep supporter. I really hope you'll join me on my mission to get small to settle night's sleep without the tears, training, or techniques. I love talking about sleep and I can't wait to share my sleep subjects with you. My approach to getting you more sleep is simple, straightforward, but above all, it's got to make sense and feel best for you. Ready to get more sleep? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Carry Out Sleep Show. You are listening to your host, Kerry Secker. I'm an infant sleep consultant, founder of my unique sleep approach, Carry Out, and I am on a mission to get you and your small a settled night's sleep without tears, training or techniques. Welcome to the Sleep Show. I Whether this is your first time listening in um, or whether you are a seasoned sleep stalker and have listened to every single episode I've put out there for you, big welcome. And as always, I really, really hope you find the show useful, informative, reassuring, and because that's all I ever want out of these podcast episodes for you, but also that you get some ideas, I call them sleep suggestions, to put in place at home. This is episode 19, Napping Under House Arrest or Lockdown. If you are listening into the future, this is the 22nd of April, and we have been in lockdown um, and in our homes. We're not allowed to leave our homes for um, unless it's for exercise work for 30 minutes. Um, for the due to the corona COVID-19 outbreak. I'm working from home and I feel really grateful that I'm able to do that and do the podcast, offer my sleep support from home. Um, it's a really strange and surreal time and you might be listening, that's strange to think that you might be listening on the other side of when we're all out, um, but lots of us are at home with children, schools are shut, nurseries are shut, lots of childcare is closed as well and I thought it might be really good to do a podcast on that but before I do, I think I've already said it but I really hope you and your families are all safe and well and today I am going to be talking about napping um, when we're at home because some, this is, I think this is really poignant for where we are now, um, we're men, the majority of us are at home with the children and you might have partners working from home it's just been a massive shift to our daily routines and also what we do um what we're used to and as i'm one of my favorite phrases is change is strange so there's masses of change at the moment and for some some smalls out there might not be used to napping at home and might be finding it really tricky because they're used to napping out and about in a sling in a pram on the school run going out for a walk um and it's again that's a really big change for them and any change is strange i'll keep saying it and that your small might be finding it really tricky to nap at home so i thought doing a podcast on this episode would be really super helpful and useful so today on the show i'm going to be sharing four no five um sleep suggestions that will hopefully help you and your little one um nail those naps at home so sleep suggestion number one is your timings might need a tweak timings might need a tweak now if you've been following me for a while you might have already done my um, free nap gap guide. So my whole approach, it's not about shoehorning your small onto a sleep schedule. 
I hand on heart honestly don't believe that there's a one size fits all small and I don't believe there's a one 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 size one size um, one size small either we've got this expectation I think sometimes that every small is born with the same personality the same temperament is going to wake up at the same time every day nap at the same time every day for the same length wake up eat the same thing have an afternoon nap go to bed at the same time, sleep the same amount of sleep overnight time, you know, that 12-hour sleep shift, wake up at the same time overnight and behave in the same way overnight um, as well. And some smalls do do this, and there's nothing wrong if your little one is like that. But for the majority, every small is unique, and what works for one might not work for another. And that is a really big part of my approach. There's no right or wrong. It's just finding that something that works for you. Now, I can only speak from my practice and patients, and I'm not saying that overtired is the only reason behind a sleep struggle, because I know, I've shared it before, I know this, you probably know this, there's so many different layers to getting to a settled night's sleep, but for from a starting place, working to nap gap, so all I mean by nap gap is the amount of time that um, that your small has between waking up and the time that they next need to get to sleep, nap gaps, wait windows, they're all the same thing, but I call them nap gaps. And my free nap gap, I believe that this information is sometimes just putting, following the um, age appropriate nap gaps can be a complete game changer for your sleep. And I am, that's all I ever want for you is that um, you get to that settled night's sleep like it's working for you. So then they're not gospel, but they're a guide and it's a great place to get started. And I believe that this, this information needs to be accessible, available to everybody um so i have made a free video of this so when i'm talking about nap gaps i'll put the link in the show notes for you and if you haven't already done it and you're new to the podcast you're new to my instagram you've just started following me on facebook this is where i recommend everybody starting a because it's the most likely reason behind a sleep struggle um and some and as i said before sometimes it's a blooming game changer get those nap gaps in and it changes everything for some it won't it's again it's not a guarantee or given but it can get you in a position then to start working on other things and see it's always the first thing I look at um, when I'm working with families one-to-one in my practice and yeah I'll put the nap gap guide um the recommended <laughs> all my all the age appropriate there's too many letters on my approach too much rhyming and alliteration what I'll do I've put all my nap gaps um, age appropriate nap gaps in a video for you they're called my nap gap guide or sleep freebie and they go by age and stage in there go through them all and what I'll do is I'll put the link to that it's a free video and I'll put the link to that um, in the show notes for you so if you are already following the nap gap guide or you are going to go and do my free video and find out the nap gap guides just remember they are that a guide they're not intended to be gospel my whole whole approach is not a one-size-fits-all solution but if you are following the nap gap guide um what you might find is that your timings need a tweak and the reason for this is um well two um main things really one your small might not be burning off as much energy groups are shut classes are out we're not going out and about we're not going to the park we're not mixing with other people and these things you don't need me to tell you this can be tiring 
and help your little one to build up their peak pressure so they can go down for a nap. So one, your small might not be burning off the same amount of energy that they're used to. So quite simply, they might not be um, not have enough tide in their tank to have a nap. And also, um, I really hope this doesn't cause offence. Being at home isn't always as mentally stimulating. When you're going out and about, your little one is seeing lots of different things for the first time. And this can be very um, mentally stimulating, engaging and tiring. And at home, it's all familiar. You don't necessarily need lots of brain power to do that. And that can also have an effect because, again, they're not having they're not they're not tired enough to go down for their nap. So my suggestion to if your little one is just having a really tricky time with naps at the moment would be to come back and just take a look and see whether their timings need a tweak if you're following the nap the the age appropriate nap gaps you might find that they're not tired when you start putting them down and then they're going to have a battle because just as much as i talk about overtiredness undertiredness is definitely a thing too so many different layers and what you might find is that you need to grow the gaps and all i mean by growing the gaps is you might need to push the nap gaps you might need to put your your you might need to put your small down later for a nap than they're used to just to kind of offset that they're not burning off that energy they're not being mentally as stimulated as they would outside i'm not for one second when i said um i hope that doesn't offend anybody i'm not for one second saying that you're boring at home but it's it is something to bear in mind so number sleep session number one is come back and look at your timings your timings might need a tweak and you might need to grow the gaps so they've built up enough tide in their tank for them to settle down for their nap okay sleep suggestion number two is switch up their sleep space so when i'm talking about sleep space here i'm talking about i use sleep space for two things one um when they're not asking for support they are they're just emotionally easy that's uh, if you followed me for a long time you might find me call um that sleep space um and the other one when i refer to sleep space i'm also talking about environment where they're sleeping and in this case when i'm talking about sleep space this is what i mean their sleeping environment now at home what we have to bear in mind um bear take into consideration is that your small might not be used to napping at home and again any change is strange so they're going to find that hard but also um at home they've got all their it's familiar and they've got all their toys and playthings around and with the best one in the world I would even find it really hard if I was trying to take a nap in my office because I'd sit on my nice comfy chair and then I'd be like oh I'm just going to do my emails or oh I'm just going to go and record that podcast or I'm just going to go and write that thing down before I forget about it and it's the same for their for your small if we're expecting them to fall asleep in their sleep um in their play area or day area play or day area with all their toys around them all their play things they are going to find it hard to switch off just as we're going to do so this is also something that i would also recommend or suggest having a look at um the other thing is is if you've got a really busy bee on your hands because again not all babies are born with the same temperament or personality it's amazing the expectations we put on our smalls isn't it again there's this expectation that every baby's born with the same personality and temperament they're definitely not that's definitely not been my experience and i've worked with i don't know it all but i've worked with families for a long time they're all really different and some small are just more alert and high needs um, than others and they find it very very difficult to switch off they need it calm dark and quiet so this is particularly important I think if you've got a busy bee on your hands they are going to find it very difficult to fall asleep with all the family around um, 
maybe the other parent around, siblings around, in their play area with all their things around them, just as I would find it very hard to nap in my office. So one um, suggestion that you might need to look at is switch, is having a look at their sleep space or their sleep environment. And it, it can be really useful sometimes to just to have a consistent place for sleeping. Um, and that might not be possible. Again, life logistics, you might not have a big, um, <coughs> excuse me, a big um, home, flat, apartment wherever you're living might you, you might not be able to do that um and if you can't I would even try and carve out a little corner like a nap corner where you know, even if it's a corner of your lounge where you put some cushions down make it calm quiet take the toys off take the toys away take the toys out that can really help and if you can't do if that's not possible because again we're all different we all live in in different environments we all live very differently um my suggestion would be that before you start um putting them down for a nap is try to give them a little bit of transition time start tidying away the toy say goodnight to the toys close the curtains get it calm quiet and clear as possible and that can help massively as well if they are napping in their bedroom or your bedroom you've got somewhere calm and quiet to take them i would recommend trying to make that as calm quiet and dark as possible so blackout um blackout blinds are your friends at the moment um there's a lot of people again we all live really differently where i am at the moment there's lots of children out and about i live in a big apartment block big london block lots of children in their gardens um and parents out families out (coughs) chatting and shrieking whilst in lockdown which is fine we've got to make the most of it but that can have an impact if your little one can see and hear them so close the windows if you can Um, you might need to keep them open a crack if it's hot um but get it calm get it quiet if you can and the other one is white noise as well there's i think now that again i've I've just noticed it i don't have children many of you will know that yeah um but i've noticed being at home i just hear maybe it's because i am home myself normally i work from an office but i hear i'm hearing my neighbors a lot more hi Amanda, if you're listening um like you'll hear them upstairs you just hear them going about their daily life it's just part of living next to each other and being part of that community i'm not complaining about it at all but that can be there's more day noise now is what i'm trying to say and um white noise can really help your little one settle so sleep suggestion number two is that you might need to switch up their sleep space if you've got lots of smalls are going to find it very hard napping in their play areas with other siblings a member of the family around if you can i would try and take them to a consistent place for napping might not be the bedroom it might just be that you go to a certain part of the dining room the lounge go in the garden for a bit but that can babies love consistency because they know what's coming they can expect it they can anticipate it and that helps them switch off so that can be really helpful as well that's a really good one for really small babies um if they if you if they're not sleeping in their bedroom or um it's hard to get them to nap anywhere else i would try and tidy the toys away um, as much as possible and get it as dark and quiet as possible and that can help as well sleep session number three is signal it's snooze time now lots of us do that bedtime routine at bedtime because we know how important it is if you've listening to me <coughs> on the sleep show for a while you'll know that i often talk about how important a bedtime routine is um it's not going to be i think it's a little bit unrealistic to do bath bottle boob book and bed and your little one's going to have a triumphant night um 
but it can really help it cut what your any bed what a bedtime routine does is it calms cues them and lets them know that there's a transition and sleep is coming and it's the same for nap times um especially being at home because again i i've noticed this with myself um i all the boundaries are blurring i wake up in the morning and in i normally work from an office which granted is only two three minutes away from my flat but it really helps separate out work carry home carry and at the moment I wake up in the morning and I just want I'd never normally do that in the office I'd go and exercise or do something or go out now I can't I'm straight into the I have to try really hard not to go and put my laptop on straight away or set up a podcast or do something and at night time I'm finding it really difficult to um just leave the office because I'm working in my laundry room with my parents uh, my parents my husband's not my parents pants my parents my husband's pants flapping in the background um so it is really tricky and boundaries can can get really blurred and i think this is really important when it comes to naps so my suggestion sleep suggestion number three is to signal it's snooze time for naps as well so just as we do it for bedtime routine have a little nap routine as well and it can i think this is even more important if they're napping at home because just as what i've just gone through those boundaries can really blur and it can be really hard to make those transitions from going from playing to having a nap finishing work going home um it can be really really helpful and it doesn't need to be really super complicated it doesn't need to be long either so it doesn't need to be as long as the bedtime routine um it doesn't need to um have a bath or be super convoluted it can be as simple as just doing the same two or three things in the same order 10-15 minutes before your smalls nap um, nap is due and what that does is it helps with that transition going from playtime nap time home time into having a rest but it also lets them know that their nap is coming and it helps them to anticipate that so they know what's ex- ex- expected of them um, for example when I was a nanny I would I would keep it really super simple so into the sleep space 10-15 minutes before their nap was due I would go into their sleep space whether that comes back to sleep session number two whether that's somewhere in the lounge you're going in the garden um wherever you're going i would go over into their sleep space sleep environment 10 15 minutes before and i would just run through two or three things and normally more likely it would be i would change their nappy um no i would go in i would close the curtains for babies um over three months i always tend to close the curtains there's no right this could actually be another podcast episode there's no right or wrong here i just find that um the babies i looked after slept better with it dark um so that was personal preference but i would close the curtains close the blinds get it dark change their nappy if they were in jeans or um, dungarees i'd probably take them off and put some leisure clothes on some joggers or pajama bottoms um sing a little sleepy song if they had to feed i would feed them and then i would just settle them to sleep in their usual way so some would go into their um some would get rocked or cuddled to sleep by me and i'd put them down some would go into their cot by themselves and i'd leave the room and give them a bit of support if needed but just doing those two or three things in the same order really helped with that transition into calm and cue and signal to them that it's news time sleep suggestion number four is practice and patience i use these words a lot on my approach because making any changes <clears throat> as i've mentioned before change is strange um and making any type of change um 
puts them on it doesn't feel as familiar puts them on a little bit more highlight and whenever we make a change it's going to take longer because if we are napping them in a different room or we're doing a different routine their brains are going to notice this and because it's not so familiar and they'll want to look around start waving at things so it is going to take them to fall asleep um it's going to take them a while to learn it's not learning but support them and know that it's okay to nap at home and in the beginning this my um suggestion for this sleep session number four is give them that practice and patience that it's needed to learn how to fall asleep or nap at home in a completely different way because change is strange and it takes you much longer than you think it's going to be um when i'm working one-to-one with parents one of the first chats i ever have with them i have a lot of chats so one of my first chats is i I encourage parents to let go of the expectation that you're going to do something once or even twice or you're going to um and then they're going to get it they're going to know what to do it really does take that repetition and that practice and patience for them to get to get there um and it's natural to worry that they're going to get overtired as well um because they're taking a little bit longer um and that is that it's very very likely to happen but what tends to happen is if we stay consistent with what we're doing they come to expect anticipate it they know what's happening and then that time gets down it usually comes down quite quickly with practice and patience and then sleep suggestion number five push the pressure um i think i mentioned this before at the beginning it's for a lot of if you're listening to this and this this episode is particularly resonating with you chances are your small isn't used to napping at home and that is a big change for them for, for you and for them and again i'm saying it again you must be sick of me saying this change is strange and my suggestion would be to push that pressure um if you follow me for a while you might have heard me say that naps don't have to be in a cot to count ever some babies some small some toddlers never sleep in a cot doesn't mean it's wrong there's no right or wrong if it's working for you um and napping outside when you can get outside in a sling in a pram on you contact naps on the breast on the bottle if it's working for you all is well um and sometimes we can forget that once we're in lockdown i think everything just gets magnified um i think when your world shrinks like that everything gets more magnified and then that's when that pressure starts piling on so again it comes back to what i was um talking about in the in sleep suggestion for practice and patience i'm always talking about this lose that i encourage you to lose the expectation that if you're small is used to napping out and about in a sling in a pram in the fresh air moving around with motion try to i do encourage you try to lose the expectation that they are going to fall straight away they're going to fall asleep by themselves or they're going to start napping in the cots because some might do that and it's amazing literally double air pump the air when that happens or do my little dancing at my desk when that happens but for the majority because it's such a big change they're not going to be able to do that in one fell sleep swoop and my whole approach is we just take first of all take off that expectation that they're going to do it really really super quickly i call it amazon prime patience and i am exactly the same um a great example of this yesterday i was trying to fix something on the website and the website was um there was a glitch and I couldn't enter my details and I was getting really I could feel myself just getting more and more worked up um and yeah I was just like why isn't this working I'm so used to we're so used to everything 
working really quickly, really straight away. Um, I call it Amazon Prime patience, but just give it that little bit of time to all settle down. Um, and also that whole expectation that they're going to nap in a cot. They don't have to nap in a cot if it's not going to work for you. Um, it's worth giving it a go but honestly if they don't nap in the cot it's absolutely fine we just i think especially this is more so during these times we just have to do what works for you so sleep suggestion number five is it's okay to push that pressure um and i really do encourage parents encourage you to try and shift maybe not lose but shift the expectation that your small is going to go from being able to from being pushed in a buggy in a sling movement out and about fresh air napping out and about to napping at home and falling asleep independently in the cot we can make those changes but that is a whopper of a change and that comes back to everything that i've just gone through it takes time we might need to um tweak the nap the nap gaps a little bit we might need to look at their sleep space we need to set up and let them know that sleep time is coming setting up new cues so they know what's expected of them and then most importantly um take give them that practice and patience to amazon prime patients i hear it all the time i don't believe parents make mistakes you're making mistakes you're doing the wrong thing but quite often i'll talk to parents i'll be like oh how long did you try that for and they were like oh i put them down once or i rock them for a couple of minutes and they weren't going down so i just didn't think they were going to do it nothing wrong with that but it is a bit of amazon prime patience we're so so used to everything happening straight away that if it takes a little bit more long if it takes longer um we can get a little bit impatient or we can have it sometimes we have a little bit of a panic oh goodness they're going to get overtired it's not working it's not happening i need to change tack but breathe which i could take my own advice sometimes breathe it's going to take longer than you think embrace that time give them the time to do it and finally just push that pressure there's so much pressure um on you as on parents i think with or without the lockdown but especially at the moment it's okay to this is your permission to let anything go it's okay for them to nap on you nap in a pram outside in the garden for them to nap in a sling to to want them in their cot whatever's working for you um i think that's well at the moment because that's all we can do is do our best so that time goes so quickly when i'm chatting i really hope you found this um episode useful as much as i enjoyed talking about it i think um you could apply this it might be we might be in lockdown at the moment but you honestly could apply this to being at home or illness when you've got to stay with a sibling. Whenever you're at home, you could use this. So just to run through the five sleep suggestions again, I'm going to run through them really quickly. Num- sleep suggestion number one, your timings might need a tweak. Um, I'm going to put the nap gap guide in the... Um, show notes but your nap gaps might need to grow now because your little one isn't getting as tired and therefore they don't have enough tide in their tank to go down so the naps timings might need a tweak sleep session number two switch up their sleep space if they're not used to napping at home it's it is a, it's a massive period of adjustment for you both not only for your small but for you napping in play areas this can be very very difficult um and um there might be more people at home more siblings um this can all have an impact um on where on your small's naps now i'm not saying we have to banish other family members that's impossible we've all got to live um it's got to work for everybody we've all got to keep living but finding some 
somewhere a consistent place for for the nap um even if you split it like what a consistent place for the morning nap and a consistent place for the afternoon nap that can help massively um if that's not possible if if you can put as many toys away as possible cover them make it dark and quiet like just give them just a little nudge to help them switch off a little bit smoother sleep suggestion number three signal it's snooze time just as we do a bedtime routine at bedtime i think it's always a positive idea to do a little rundown um before nap time do a little nap routine 10 15 minutes before your little one's nap is due i would just do two or three things in the same order every single time it doesn't need to be complicated sleep suggestion number four practice and patience change is strange are you sick of me saying that yet and it's very very likely that it's a period of it's a transition period it's a period where we've all got to adapt and napping at home making any change again you could put that in any theory on my practice it's going to take much longer than you think um so try it's really difficult but try to give them the practice and patience to do that it's natural that you're going to worry that they're overtired but the more consistent we are we do the same things the likelihood is that it's going your small will be able to do it quicker and quicker and quicker and that takes care of that and then sleep suggestion number five i think this is the most important one of all it's okay to push that pressure so much pressure on you at the best of times and a massive intention of mine is to always um help parents to, to to help you push that pressure whether it's parenting sleeping pressure peer pressure so try to lose the expectation that you have to get them to fall asleep by themselves and the nap has to um the nap try to lose that expectation that they're going to fall asleep by themselves falling asleep independently and that it has to be in a cot it's okay to find something that works for you and if it's working for you all is well well, thank you so much for joining me on The Sleep Show. You've been listening to Kerry Secker. I have really enjoyed that. As always, I really hope you find, you found that useful, um, engaging, and that you've got some little tools, some little sleep suggestions to go and put in place at home. And I will see you on The Sleep Show very soon. Big love and sleep solidarity. Thank you so much for listening to me, your host, Kerry Secker, on The Carrot Out Sleep Show. I really hope you found the podcast reassuring, informative and a little bit fun. If you did, please don't forget to subscribe to the show below and I'd be so grateful if you could leave me some fabulous feedback. I always love hearing from you and one lucky listener will win lifetime access to my Bedtime Basics e-course every single month. My next podcast episode will be out in two weeks time but if you can't wait for more of my sleep shizzle you can find me over on Instagram at carrotoutsleepconsultant. I update my sleep squares and speak sleep there on the daily. Big love and sleep solidarity to you all.